Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, where we talk about all of the challenging things that we're working to overcome, like obesity, anxiety, and health issues. Today, I wanted to talk about something a little bit different, mainly something that is super important to me and really means a lot, and that is music. And I wanted to come at it from kind of what music means to me and what I have been using it for in terms of anxiety management really over my lifetime. So part of the inspiration that came for me to do this podcast was thinking a lot about um, a challenge that I recently did on Facebook where I was asked to put all of my kind of top 10 albums that change the way that I look at music throughout my life and, you know, post the covers and no reviews and things like that. One of those typical Facebook challenges. And it really got me thinking a lot about why music is so important to me and how it has really been there since such a young age. So my parents were super uh, into music when I was growing up and I actually attended my first uh, big rock concert when I was about seven and my parents took me to see Paul McCartney. And so that was kind of a great first start. But of course, I always liked music even before that time. But the thing is that I've really realized that it is something that is a great way to manage some stress and that times when my stress management has not been quite as well as it should be, um, I often have kind of departed from using music in that way. So Some of the music use over my life has really been from listening, um, and I do enjoy singing, so singing along. Also looking at music in terms of lyrics and really studying the meaning, and especially as a teenager, I know that when I was really interested in alternative music, um, studying the lyrics was very Um, enlightening to me and made me think differently or feel more understood. So I can certainly see the benefit in almost a poetic type way there. But also I've played music growing up. Um, For a number of years, I played the piano. I started when I was, again, probably about seven. And I played for around a decade um, and then eventually gave it up thinking, oh, I don't really... I'm not going to become a musician. I don't need to play the piano. Um, And that I'm not going to waste my time on this anymore. I also played the clarinet. I played um, in middle school and then high school and even went to England with my high school band, which was a really interesting um, trip. We got to play over in England and uh, it was a lot of fun. But again, same thing. I hit around 17 and I thought, well, I'm not going to study music in university. This isn't something I need to put effort into. And essentially, I I just gave it all up and I didn't think much about it. But as I've gotten older and I've definitely hit um, my adult years in terms of having children and a job and all of those things on your time, I've realized that music was a huge outlet and it's something that I gave up and I didn't really realize 
that I was giving something up that was good for me. So in terms of listening, some of the fun things I've always, um, when I was young, I loved like Whitney Houston and I remember getting my first Michael Jackson tape and Madonna was my absolute favorite and I love to sing along to anything Madonna, like even when I was five years old, I was singing Madonna songs. And then, of course, I got into the years of having a big crush on the boy bands. And my favorite was New Kids on the Block. And then after that phase, really moved um, more into um, alternative music, um, Canadian alternative, as well as American artists. I loved um, Bush and Our Lady Peace, who's Canadian, and I loved uh, Pearl Jam and Oasis. And The Verve was one of my very favorite um, from the UK. And again, so really studied that music. Um, also whole being that I was a young female um, with a lot of angst, I would say. <laughs> um, really loved uh, Courtney Love and, and some of her songs. So that was a huge release for me. And I would often, you know, at the end of a hard day, turn on my stereo you know at that point I probably had like 200 CDs and I would just pick something and yell away to it or you know go for a walk or definitely when I was commuting to and from university uh, always listening to music studying always listening to music and I did take a few interesting music courses in university we had one it was popular music so you kind of got to learn all of the history of pop music Um, and then I took music and film and I took jazz music as well just as elective courses they were quite easy and and really interesting so I've kind of had that as a backdrop throughout my life and certainly remember times when I'd be feeling emotional singing along to a Chantal Kriviasek type ballad things like that and definitely out with my friends all my girlfriends love to sing so we would be in the car just um, having a great time singing along to all the songs on the radio so not realizing, I guess, that those were all huge stress release, huge outlets, and um, contributed to a lot of fun. I guess the other big piece in terms of music was concerts. And I've been to, I don't, I, I couldn't even, I don't think, guess, because I recently had dinner with some of my girlfriends, and they mentioned a few concerts, and I honestly, I don't even remember them. So I've, I've got to say I've been to somewhere in the realm of 50 to 100 concerts in my life. I, maybe more. I, I don't know. Um, but definitely it was like anytime a big band came around that we liked, we were there. I went to um, some really big concerts as a kid. I went to see Madonna. I went to Paula Abdul. I went to New Kids on the Block. And then a lot of small shows as I got older, club shows, and then some of the big even stadium tours. I remember seeing Third Eye Blind in a small venue with my girlfriends and Three Days Grace with my my husband-to-be at the time before they became a bigger band and um, just seeing them in a small venue. And I've seen my favorite band, Our Lady Peace, like uh, probably 15 times. So definitely concerts are a huge stress relief as well. When you go, you just can't help but feel amazing uh, being part of the atmosphere and taking in live music. And like I said, once I had my son, it all kind of stopped. I 
was very um, busy and didn't ever want to put on music because it might be loud for the baby. And certainly we kind of shifted right away to songs that would be great for my son and things that soothed him. And I totally see where people get to a point in their life and it's not quite a midlife crisis, but a little bit. You realize you've kind of given certain things up. And so over the years, I've started introducing my children more to music and my daughter now loves music and she's only six and she has um, her favorites. She loves um, Johnny Orlando and she loves Justin Bieber and she picks songs on my phone in our car through the Bluetooth and she's she's totally into it. We took her to her first concert last year in Montreal. We went to go see Johnny Orlando who she just loved and she, um, she had a great time and it's so interesting to see that start again in a child and I've definitely been trying to gear both my kids towards music knowing that it will help to provide them a way to deal with emotions and um, a way to tap into something that's kind of bigger than themselves and and give them something that provides a lot of happiness as well. One of the other things we also did um, in terms of concerts was going to outdoor festivals. And again, I've been to uh, quite a number of those and experienced those big, big crowds, you know, 50,000 people, more than that, at an outdoor festival and really enjoyed that atmosphere in terms of feeling feeling the energy of the crowd and, and enjoying some of my biggest bands. I got to see Hole there, Smashing Pumpkins. Um, of course, my Our Lady Peace. And um, I have a few, I guess, bands that I would still love to see. Uh, Pearl Jam. I did have tickets to Pearl Jam and I sold them once back in the day. Radiohead, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Oasis, a couple of those. I know Oasis isn't together anymore, but you never know. Uh, but certainly during this time of the coronavirus, we won't be seeing any big, big bands to come. Uh, at least in a little while. So um, it's it's something that's a little bit on hold. But I guess, like I said, over the years, I've tried to add music back in and I am really realizing that it has a huge value for me, even just having time to sing along um, provides a huge release and then attending shows. I did go to like a festival show last September and I thought, wow, this was amazing. I haven't gotten to do something like that in a little while. Um, and, and it was just me. I went with my cousin and no kids and it was a great night out just to enjoy music and feel kind of that younger, younger self again. One of the things that I'm thinking of doing is picking up an instrument again. I, like I said, didn't realize that that was such a huge 
uh, emotional and stress release for me. So I've been thinking about a piano. I think it might be something that my kids might play, but it's it's a bit definitely an investment. I know there are electronic pianos that feel like a piano, but that you can use headphones with. And I think something like that would be really ideal because I've never really wanted a keyboard. To me, it's not a piano. I want something that feels like a piano, having played a piano for years and I think that this um, electronic version that has the feel but you can also put headphones on and and be able to play when there's also a lot of things going on in the house. I mean, in our house, we'll have, you know, somebody watching TV, somebody's playing on an Xbox, maybe somebody's on an iPad, or we've got so many different activities happening. Somebody could be reading, um, and and it would be nice to be able to not provide that extra noise with something that I'm doing for a stress release and then also I think be able to tune it out. So one thing that my husband got me a few Christmases ago I guess at this point is a set of Bluetooth headphones and I use them like crazy for running. Um, They're wonderful because you don't have the cord that like sometimes gets pulled out when you're running you can just put the headphones on and whether I'm listening to podcasts or music um, they're great and they also I sometimes put them on when I just need a little bit of um, me time if I'm doing chores and things like that I'll put either a podcast on again or music and and have the headphones so I think on the electronic piano those headphones would be interesting as well I did play the clarinet, like I said. I don't think that's something I really am that interested to pick up again. Um, I think I would really prefer the piano, though I did always find the piano harder. So I'll have to think about that. Um, It is something, like I said, that I've lost for a while, but I am working really hard to reconnect with. I also dug out all of my old CDs and this really old CD player that we have. And I set that up in my gym and I had one of the best workouts ever just playing a whole bunch of old CDs and singing along uh, and just really enjoying some of those songs. And it's insane the amount of words that I can remember from 20 years ago. And it was just a lot of fun. And also, like I said, trying to make this um, a bit of a focus in terms of providing the arts and music to my children. I was lucky enough. My parents were into listening to music, but neither of them played an instrument. And yet they still did sign me up for piano lessons at a really young age and, you know, encouraged us to play instruments. So I'd really like to do that with my children as well. And um, a few months ago, my daughter, who, like I said, is six, started vocal lessons because she loves to sing. And I thought, well, why not? It'll help her to understand what singing is all about. So um, it's been great because she's picked just a few songs that she loves. She picked a Johnny Orlando song, a Jojo Siwa song. Uh, She's picked a song from the Disney movie, The Descendants as well. And the teacher helps her to do some vocal warm-up exercises and then essentially, you know, puts on the song and they just sing along and, you know, she's still learning to read. So it's it's difficult. She's not reading music at this point, but they're kind of just doing it by ear and it's been really uh, fun for her. So I think it would be interesting eventually to try to get her into 
uh, instrument, possibly, like I said, the piano. I've also heard a lot of um, younger children having success with the ukulele, which I think could be interesting as well. She does have a Trolls, uh, Trolls the movie ukulele. I'm not sure that it would be quite, quite great to learn on, but um, eh, it's a possibility. And then um, my son as well, I am constantly checking in with him whether he does have an interest to possibly learn um, an instrument. My husband does play the drums and the guitar, so those have always been things that we've floated out there as well as possibilities in terms of learning an instrument. I've never had a lot of success learning the guitar. I did give it a go in my later teen years, and it, it's a tough instrument for me. Um, and the drums, I've never, never I've never wanted to learn and I've never tried. So that's that. The other thing, like I said, for kids is encouraging them to enjoy live music. And so going to this Johnny Orlando concert was a big one for sure. We do have tickets to Justin Bieber. um, And he was supposed to come to Ottawa in September and it's been postponed. Uh, But we will see. We will see what happens there. But again, I think that would be a really fun experience for them. The last thing I did is along with enjoying popular music, I do love musicals. And so this past year, I, with my mother and sister, got a four pack of musical tickets at our local National Arts Center. And we've been going to different musicals and we got to see Waitress, which was amazing. It was such a great musical. We got to experience the um, 20th anniversary run of rent and we do have tickets for Hamilton again those have been postponed but that was kind of our big one and I was pretty excited and and I am I'm sure we'll get to go um following this coronavirus thing but again realizing that you know I've seen a ton of musicals over my lifetime and I never really never really understood I guess what those were really doing for for my mental health for my for my heart my soul all those things so just trying to be very conscious of music and how that really does feed me and gives me a really great outlet and if um, it's something that you're interested in as well I would say give it a go and maybe find it again if it's something you've kind of given up Life gets so hectic and we find so many other things to do with our time. Um, Music is something that you can work in a lot with exercise. And I do find that even when I'm doing, for instance, like a run using my Peloton app, uh, there will often be some songs in there that I haven't heard in a long time. And I might go then download them from iTunes or dig out an old CD as well and listen to them just because it kind of jogs something in my memory. So hopefully this has been helpful. Thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope you enjoy it. If you do enjoy the podcast, please consider subscribing or sharing it with others. Also, you can visit my blog at www.theallergybeast.wordpress.com or follow me on Instagram at Sarah, S-A-R-A, Lady, L-A-D-Y, Gluten, G-L-U-T-E-N. And on there, I will share what those top 10 albums were that I picked for my Facebook challenge. And you can see what they are on my Instagram page. Thanks again. I hope everybody is staying safe and healthy during this time. And I will see you next week.